then becomes like the label and people change and you know some people want to be your friends who never wanted to before family members are weird so i i I became very private and and not uh not terribly trusting of people and you know that's something i kind of struggle with to this day do you remember the moment when you decided you wanted to stop acting yeah um i went into my agents to do yet another taped audition for something that I knew I wouldn't get because it was in a slew. It was in a huge pattern of of jobs I wasn't getting, like years. And um, so I did it and I got in my little, I had a neon, uh, a Dodge neon. Mm -hmm. And I threw the script on the passenger's side um, on the seat. And I, I don't know, it's one of those detached moments where it's like, I just looked at the script and I went, I don't have to do this anymore. That was during Anna's freshman year of college. She decided to buckle down and focus on her studies at the University of Chicago. Famous for a slogan, where fun comes to die. She paid for college with money she'd earned as a kid. And at the end of her sophomore year, she started dating a freshman named Sean So. Did he know who you were? Yeah, every everybody, you know, knew that I was the girl for my girl and stuff. But the nice thing is, he just he didn't care. He didn't really grow up um, watching movies very voraciously. And uh, by then, I could tell who cared and who didn't. You know what I mean? So like, you kind of feel safe with the people who don't care. Anna and Sean were together throughout college, and when she graduated a year before he did, she decided to move to New York. What was what was the plan? What was your vision? <laughs> Oh, my plan was to um, to write uh, food and travel articles so that my job could pay for the thing I liked the most, which was travel and eat. <laughs> Smart. Um, yeah, but I had no clips, you know, leaving college. Like, I never wrote for the paper. Um, you know, I never, like, that's not something I did during college. So it's like, oh, okay, this is what you're going to do. But um, I actually sold a couple, like, this is when, like, internet articles were just beginning to pay. And, you know, so I think I sold, like, two different articles for, like, 35 bucks. One on Ovaltine. <laughs> you wrote an article about Ovaltine? Yes. <laughs> Was it in praise or in critique? Oh, praise only. I, uh, I, I love Ovaltine. Anna eventually got a job as an editorial assistant for HarperCollins. But the prospect of acting again haunted her. You know, when I first got to New York, I saw Mercedes Rule in The Goat, and I had this, like, completely impulsive act when I stood up for the ovation at the end where I went, I have to do that. I said it out loud. My mother hurt me. My mother, my mother of all people, like the person who wants me to be in showbiz more than I, you know, like I would never say this <laughs> rationally, you know. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, she heard me. <laughs> Coming up, how Anna decided to try acting again, just after her boyfriend Sean enlisted in the military. And then I and and I said to him, I was like, "What would you say if I started auditioning again and tried to act again?" And he's like, "I cannot be in training for the army right now and tell you not to take a risk with your life." <laughs> Hi guys, this is Chester Jesus Soria. I'm a producer with Death, Sex, and Money. 
Anna's still out on maternity leave with baby June. You can read more about their adventures out west by subscribing to our newsletter at deathsexmoney.org slash newsletter. And one of our most recent newsletters also had updates from folks we interviewed last year in our episode called Siblinghood. If you haven't heard that episode, you can still listen to it at deathsexmoney.org. Shortly after that episode came out, we actually got a voice memo from a listener named Edel in Texas who wanted to share her own story. It's not about my siblings. It's actually about my relationship with my friends that I grew up with. This relationship with these girls was literally a, a life-altering friendship. Edel says she fell out of touch with those friends, enough so that she didn't invite them to her wedding, and they weren't really talking when she moved to a new country. When your sibling conversation talked about the breakup of family relationships, it reminded me of the breakup of my friendship relationships. It took me a long, long time to make my peace with that breakup. It really, really did. Her voice memo prompted us to look through our inbox for other stories about breakups.